I'm Desiree. And I'm Taylor. You're tuned into Birthkeeper Banter, a space to discuss powerful birth stories, radical birthkeeping, and all things birth outside of the box. This podcast is produced by Herbal Training, and nothing discussed should be considered medical advice because birth is not a medical event. For classes and more information, go to herbal.teachable.com. everyone. Welcome to this episode of Birthkeeper Banter. We are here today with my husband, actually, and we are going to talk about our experiences and our birth uh, experiences together, what they were like, what they were like for him and his thoughts and all of that, and also what it's like for him having a partner that is a birth worker who is, um, you know, attending births, leaving at different hours, doing a very different kind of work. So yeah, Bradley, how did you feel when I first like suggested home birth? When you first suggested it, I was honestly pretty scared. Um, at that point, I was pretty ignorant of the whole process. I had not done my homework like you did. Um, but when you came to me with the suggestion, I was open to it. And you seemed confident in your choice. And ultimately, I wanted you to have... Uh, the birth you wanted to have always so uh, we went for it yeah I remember you like taking notes you took like notes and you're like okay and I gave you the I think the emergency childbirth manual I forget which book it was but I'm pretty sure it was that and you like took different notes I had different things highlighted you're like okay this makes sense and yeah but that was our third baby so the first two we had in the hospital so we didn't have that kind of stuff we didn't have that kind of um, heaviness or responsibility. So how did home birth differ from the hospital? Mm. Honestly, my first hospital birth was exhilarating. Um, I'll never forget the emotions I felt when I had my first kid, but that place was like a, I don't know, a jail almost with the rules. I remember wanting to leave way before they would let us leave. Um, and then not to mention your epidurals, they didn't work. So <laughs> yeah, that, it was not, it was, you know, when you're ignorant, you don't know, but compared to home birth, it, it doesn't, I would never go back there. Um, just the freedom and intimacy you share, you do it at home is, is worth way more than going to a hospital and having to pay. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't have to pay, like having somebody else control it, I think is real crap it's not a good time so yeah you weren't you weren't resistant to the home birth and you were like okay we're having a home birth okay we're gonna do that because i'm very much i'm doing this and you're yeah. gonna be there or, or you're not gonna be there <laughs> and you were cool you were like yep i'm gonna do this even though my mom was saying like oh you're gonna die that's that's so dangerous and i don't know what your mom was saying do you remember what your parents thought or did um, we not tell them i don't think i actually talked to them uh, that's, that's been our whole relationship. You know? <laughs> so that's what we do, you know? And yeah, you're, you're a strong person. And I know you, when you set your mind on something, you're going to get what you want. So I respect that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I appreciate it. I appreciated the support and not having the pushback because I find that a lot of other women, they tell their partner, Hey, I want to have a home birth. And they're like, absolutely not. And then the women sit down, they're like, okay, like little dogs. And I just, I can't relate. 
<laughs> for me, it's you're going to be there and you're going to be supportive. You're going to get that fuck outside. You're going <laughs> to sit out there. I'm going to do this. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess my next question would be, how did you feel with our first free birth, our first home birth? How did, how did that feel for you? How was that experience? Oh man, that was awesome. And that was our first boy too. Yeah. Yeah. And we hired um, a midwife. Well, we hired her as a doula, but yes, she actually, she actually Sorry. is a midwife. Yeah. Today. Yes. Um, which did make me feel more comfortable the first time. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but after that, 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 the next birth that, uh, I realized that we we really didn't need her there. Yeah, um, for sure. Like there are some things that she kind of got in the way with. But I it, it was nice to have her there, you know, to get our feet wet and, you know, to get our confidence. Like, yeah. You know, she did play a role. Um, but it was awesome being in our own environment. Uh, I felt like I could be more open with you. And I could focus only on you when she was there and supporting you, which was great I love that um yeah you weren't like pushed out of the way like the hospital where there's seven people there like all around yeah and I got to catch my own baby yeah you did you hopped right in the pool that's the only birth of ours that you were like whoop jump right in the pool that's what I'm saying I was right there yep you jumped right in that pool that $18 blow up pool from Walmart (laughs) (laughs) we put the the quilt underneath it I remember mm-hmm. so that it would be cushioned because there was no padding yeah we were we were a little ghetto back then but we did it we had our ghetto home birth it was good it was good and then the next one we had him maybe two three feet from the last one so what are your thoughts with the second one how that compared to the first the second home birth yeah um yeah I definitely I definitely it was awesome yeah, I don't know. I don't know any other way to explain it. We didn't have, we, we did our own thing. You know, it was very primal. Um, it made me feel a lot more connected to the kid, honestly. Birdie and Bristol, but that might, might, might be on account of some other changes that's happened in my life. I've been around my kids a lot more, which has been a blessing, but I was not a baby person, our first couple kids. Yeah. Our last couple, I'm all about them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I find so, that's normal. I think um, that's normal for the first year or two. They're supposed to be with their mom, I primarily feel. Like biologically, they need they need the breast. They need that nurturing. So then after that, a lot of dads, then they more so step in. But the dads that have many babies, like the birth I just went to, their ninth baby, he's right quick with it. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's, I think this is a normal transition. Yeah, you learn as you go, right? Yeah, yeah. and you become more acclimated. I mean, Bristol loves me, and I, I've never, I've never had that with any of our other kids. The connection with a baby, you know, just so sad to say, but it's the truth. Like, the last one was really special. Our last birth, to me, was really special, because I feel like I, I really... I mean, I did my best. I feel like I did the whole thing. And I know, but every birth we have, it keeps getting better. So yeah. <laughs> I, I say that, but I know the next one's going to be even better because that's what people do. You know, they, they learn and they grow with experience. And yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. So like Brody and his birth, 
I felt like for me, in my experience, it was different than Bristol's our last Brody number four, Bristol number five. Mm-hmm. Um, how was I in that birth that might have been different than with Braxton mm. our third? That's a good question. I think I was very different. I know with Braxton, you were we were sleeping and I woke up and then I had five contractions and boom, he came real quick. So you were only, you just came out and I had a few contractions. He was born, you hopped in the tub. Yeah. With Brody, me and you held hands and you held me for a good while. And all the kids went to my parents, I think. And yeah, it was just us, just me and you. There was nobody else to like poke or prod or try and listen to the baby when I didn't want them to or... It, it made me feel like, like it's, I played such a support role and that's exactly what I want to be in that moment. You know, when you're doing it in the hospital or you're, you have someone to help you there. I mean, you still play a support role, but you're not all the support. Like it just, I don't know. I feel like it bonded us together and it definitely bonded my, me to my kids way more. Yeah. I always say that, like the last birth I went to, I didn't make it there until after they gave birth. And I remember telling them, like I tell anybody else that I missed their birth, that they got more from their experience than I ever could have gave them. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Because when you, it's just you guys alone in intimacy and you're trusting intuition and instinct and all those things that bonds you like significantly. And I feel like people don't really see that. So yeah. Anything else you want to share about uh, Brody's birth before we talk about Bristol. Brody's birth. No. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. That's the only smooth. one that I. It was so smooth. It was the only one that I birthed on my knees. Like I was on my knees and his I, head was born I and then that. I laid back. Yeah. I the other that. two I birthed laying back completely. Right. Yeah. My body just goes like that. But Brody was also posterior. So he was OP, which means that the head is facing upwards, not towards my butt. And Bristol was too. And yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting how my body put myself to being laying on my back when that's like the least optimal position for a lot of women. Mm. But I also have the typical, um, most optimal pelvis to birth a baby. So I don't know. Maybe (laughs) there's. Well, it's at least 50% of women have it. So it's pretty common. Cool. Um, How did you feel about the last one? The last home birth that we had not too long ago. What? Almost eight months in a couple yeah. days. Yeah. She's grown so quick, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, Still cries all the time. Yeah. Last one was a bit different. I mean, you, I wasn't, you did that one on your own, girl. Yeah. I didn't want you around. I didn't want anybody near me. Mm-hmm. It was different. And it I remember. It was different. And you were very, very analytical in your process up until the point where she was actually coming. And yeah. Then you, then you let loose. Yeah. I remember you saying that it seemed like it was a job. Like I made it. Yeah. Like I was analyzing myself like I would client. And to be honest, I, that's how I felt in the last one too. Like it was a job more so. Cause we did the, we, I filmed, we did the pool. We did, we did the whole rebirth. We keep doing more, mm-hmm. more and more, which is awesome, you know? But it's a lot to do. And that's that's another that's another benefit of having a doula or a birth keeper there at your birth. Right. I so agree. If there was someone that I could like trust and be like, yep, I feel mm-hmm. safe for them to see me in those vulnerable moments, like the last six minutes 
or that even is. not just to have someone to clean up and do all that kind of stuff yes you like sit I mean? in the driveway and when i yeah. call them hey we're done come on in right that'd be way cool but yeah i definitely had the shit end of the stick of dying in this room in my office <laughs> while you're out there playing shoot them kill them on your your video games <laughs> must have been real rough it's on the way yeah no you were great <laughs> and that's what i wanted i wanted to be alone I'm, right was able to text my assistant and talk to her that that was cool and just be alone and I love that I think that was that was important that's what you needed then. and then when it got near the end closer I mean you came you I I don't know I wanted you sooner than I did with the others I think maybe an hour or maybe about an hour yeah before she came you're with me and yeah it was it was for me it was different than the one before because the one before I started being all real primal and whatnot, like 14, 15 minutes before. Mm -hmm. And this one, it wasn't till like six minutes before. Right. But yeah. do you remember, do you remember me checking myself like all the time? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like thinking this girl is in her head. And that's why, I, that's why, cause it, it, I felt like it took longer than, uh, um, Brody's mm -hmm. and I'm, she thinking, wasn't descending and I'm thinking, what is going on here? What's, what's going on? And, and then I realized you were, you were really like analyzing, like you were doing your job while you were giving birth. And I was like, <laughs> yo, chill. <laughs> when you did though, she, she came quick. She, yeah. she came right out. I remember it was even six minutes before she was born that I said, she's still in the same spot. Like she wasn't descending. We knew afterwards when I saw her cone head on the side that she was asynclitic and posterior, all those things, we knew that. And it made sense. It was like, okay, yeah, that makes a whole bunch of sense. But in the moment I was just pissed that she wasn't coming down yeah. further. I'm like, why isn't she coming down further? Why isn't she coming down further? I didn't even care about her position. I didn't check any of that. I was just like, her head is not lower. This is making me mad. And there's me trying to cool you down. <laughs> you're like, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. But yep, she came down all in one, it seemed like. It was like, yeah. boom, out. Yeah. She came out really quick. And I remember like, not, I don't know, like yelping, like making a loud sound because it, it was just overwhelming how much it was at one time. Just a lot at one time. I didn't expect it all to come at once. I thought she was going to drop into the canal then the head, then the body. No, she's no, like, she shot out of there. Her, yeah. Her little pee. Her little pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's, she's cool. Anything else you want to add about her birth that was different? Mm. <coughs> I think I've learned, I learned a lot through that, you know, in um, what way? I was too absorbed in uh, all the, you know, the, the activities that didn't have to do with you, you know? all the preparation, setting up the pool stuff, the, the, the pictures, all that, not that none of that is important, but I, I wish I would have gotten in with you in, the in pool? that one. Yeah. 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 When you mentioned that, I, 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 I wish, I wish I would have had more awareness in that moment to, to realize that, you know, I was, I was overthinking things. I should have just been right there with you, you know, in that pool. But next time, maybe there is a next time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's this guy talking about a next thing. This baby is eight months old. Like, no, no. Yeah, I cried like crazy Marco's skin, man. That was, uh. Yeah, you did. I remember calling. Who did I call? I called my parents, called your sister. My dad. Yeah, crying. I could not. That was, a, that 
that was the only time in my life I could not stop crying. Yeah. Uh, just could not, I couldn't keep it back. I kept it together until I got out, out to the car. So that was cool. But after that, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. <laughs> I know about it. I've had that with others, like my, my friends, my close best friends from school. I felt very similar. Of course, I wasn't a partner. But mm -hmm. yeah, coming into the room, I'm bawling before I even get there. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember that. And I know that you cried with our third and a little tiny bit with the last one, but you didn't with Brody. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was the first time that it was just us. And maybe you were just on more high alert, but I noticed that you didn't shed mm -hmm. a tear, but you did with our last girl and you did with our first boy. There's pictures to prove. <laughs> yeah. So we know those things. But yeah, anything else you want to share about our birth experiences before we talk about birth work and me attending what that's like oh there's a part two okay. oh there is um no just that all of them keep sorry all of them keep getting better and um you know they're special to me yeah yeah they were special i don't want to do it ever again but okay mm -hmm. okay <laughs> <laughs> so when i started getting into birth work and attending like the first few how was that for you while working full-time? So that this is 2018, 2019. I had them very spread out, like maybe one, and then I'll go a month or two and have another, uh -huh. or maybe two in one month. And Honestly, it was awesome because I got a break off work. They're working me like a dog at the moment, and I appreciated it. And I'm grateful that my job was flexible enough to leave me go when I needed to go. Yeah. Which wasn't often. I mean, I showed up there every day. I was a good employee, so... It wasn't hard for them. Um, and I had told them what was up. I had told them that what you were doing and, you know, they, they valued the family there. So. Yeah, they did. They respected my job and they were like, yeah, you can go. They didn't fire you. And like back then it wasn't all the time. Like it would be now or was this past couple months where I was having to leave all the time. Right. So yeah, a little different. So like, what was it like? when you were transitioning to staying home, we eventually made the choice. I think it was right in the beginning of the COVID stuff. They were mm -hmm. enforcing the mask mm -hmm. and we decided I'm making enough with the businesses that I have going and the clients as well, that you can stay home and I can just make money. How was that for you? Mm. It was a tough decision. Yeah. Before I left there, they wanted to offer me a supervisor job, and but I trusted enough in you to realize, you know, that what you were doing was important and it was on your heart. So, and I only had to wear a mask three days, so that was pretty cool. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to wear a mask, uh -uh. not at all. No, I hated that. That that was what was like. That was the last kick in the butt. Because we had been talking about it for a couple months before that. Yeah. Um, yeah, when the COVID hit. <laughs> I remember I remember coming off of work. And at first, it was only supposed to be temporary. Kept checking, like, the COVID stuff to see, like, when I could go back to work and whatnot. And then eventually, uh, I think I did go back for two weeks. Two weeks. Yep. I went back for two weeks, put my two weeks notice in, and it was a wrap. So how was it for you, like, going from working and having, like, just that 
work for the man kind of job and doing that to going to being with uh how many kids four kids mm, it was hard 24 7 like it was hard but it was easy i i really enjoyed staying at home i'm a natural homebody but um it was hard like my whole i don't know i i guess the one of the parts of being a man in my mind was providing financially for your family. So it was hard to adjust to that uh, mentally, but yeah, the kids weren't, weren't an issue. Right. You have like a lot of patience. Yeah, I do. You do. And that's something that like people don't get. Like when I share with my clients, I'm like, where are your kids? <laughs> my husband homeschools them and he's there with five of them. And they're like, yeah. what? Yeah, I just got to raise them right, you know, like I spending time with them has taught me so much more about myself than I could have ever learned at any job. I don't know. It's been a blessing to not have the stress of providing financially because that was such a burden for me. Oh, my gosh. It was a prison. Yeah. And like to answer to somebody else and have to do what they say and be there a certain time every day. And then here's me, I'm doing something that I love so much. I love getting that call at two in the morning and I get up and leave. And if you need, mm -hmm. if I need help getting something in the car, you get up to help and yeah. like, it works. And I struggle with the kids. Like I was the stay at home mom with baby number three. Yep. Baby number three into baby number four. And I hated that. That drew me to a whole different level of me and I didn't like it so like this mm -hmm. this worked you I don't have patience like that I have much patience for birth I have so much patience for birth I can sit there and watch all the things and keep my mouth shut keep my hands on myself but with the kids it's just like ah! and it could be because they're right all now. back to back and close but right now yeah for right now for this age and it's it works for us where you stay home I'm working for right now yeah for right now <laughs> But it yeah. was a different transition to have like me work full time, you be here. It was. It was hard in 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 ver a lot of different ways, not just one. Um, but we made it work. Yeah, we still do every day. Mm -hmm. So when I got like real deep into attending, I'm talking like three to five girls a month, mm -hmm. and also you know the herbal teaching stuff on top of that. So I, I was busy a lot. I was gone a lot. What was that like for you? How was that? That sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that? <laughs> Having me away regularly and when I came home needing to recover, recoup and sleep, all that. Listen, it is great having that your your passion is your job and all that, but it does. It it um it's a sacrifice from us. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, we're blessed in a lot of ways, but your time, your energy is primarily devoted to what you do. And that totally benefits your clients and the people you're trying to serve. But now at times we do wish we had more. Of you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Because you, you only have a full cup. And if you're pouring 80% into this. Yeah. And that's sure. where my heart's at. So it's like. Here we go. But it should also be more. And I understand that and I respect that. And, you know, I think what you're doing is important and I believe in it ultimately. Yeah. If I didn't, then maybe things would be different. But I believe in what you do and I believe in you. So, yeah. 
And it's it's really about balance, which people are like, how do you balance it? And I'm like, listen, there girlfriend, no, no I don't I don't yeah, balance there is it. There's no balance here. That 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 ship is sunk halfway. Like, I wish there was more. And I, I think, do. I think I think we've been working towards that, honestly. Yes, yeah. I think so too. I think we're getting there. But it it's a it's a learning curve. It's a you know, there is no instruction manual. No. We're just winging it. Yeah, but we're doing a pretty good job, I think. <laughs> yeah, we're doing all right. We're yeah. doing pretty okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. How is that though? Like, you know that I went to a birth and then I come back and then I need to sleep from 7 a.m. till 1 p.m. And you have five kids. I'm sorry. I'm used to that. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's like for other people, but yeah, I mean, I get it. You're at work, dude. If I was at work all night, like I would need to sleep when I got home. So <laughs> yeah, you're way cool with it. I got very lucky. You're very lucky with that. How is like on call life for you? So we don't know. I could get a call right now. You did hey, the other night. Last it, night, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Because we were going to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> but I understood. I sent you a sweet message, you know. Yeah. It was whatever. I wasn't there very long. No, you weren't. They they had it before you got there. So yes. You said it would be precipitous, so. We knew it. Yep, I knew. Yeah. I told them I'm probably going to miss it. They said, yep, that's fine with us. Just don't complain. And you flew out of there, too. That was the quickest I ever seen you leave. No, you were trying to get away from me. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, awesome. How is that though for you? Like, you know, having me about to make dinner, I'm like, honey, I'm gonna take care of dinner. You go relax. And then all of a sudden, actually, this girl's in labor and I need to leave now. Mm. That didn't happen. That did happen last end of July. How do you remember that? Oh, I, I remember whose birthday it was. Okay. <laughs> And you um, know her too. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay, I'll make dinner. I make dinner all the time, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you typically do do the house stuff, so yeah. that makes sense. Okay, yeah. so cool. It's not not a big deal for you. Not for me. So, how do you feel this journey to midwifery, the whole thing, beginning? To, you were there for all of it. You were there for the whole walk. Mm-hmm. How has it impacted our relationship? Oh man. <laughs> Is that the last question? No. Well, that that last it should be because that's the hardest one. You should have saved that one for last. Okay, well, we're here. Okay. How has it impacted mm. it? There's a lot of ways, and I want you to share them. I know it takes a lot of me from you. It's it, it has made me question our whole relationship, honestly. Yeah. Because I can't have one without the other. You know. Yeah. I can't have you without what you do because that doesn't exist anymore. It's different. But I think since we've been married, I mean, I've changed at least two or three times. I'm definitely not the same person you married. Thank God. And neither are you. So right. um, I'm proud of you. It's been very hard. Yeah. I've had to... um, sacrifice a lot of myself and I've lost myself in it I did I lost myself in it for a moment and I'm glad I could recognize that but I don't regret it yeah no you're I don't either. you can tell you're doing what your heart's supposed to be doing yeah and I want that for me and so I want that for you and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm jealous a little bit honestly <laughs> so sometimes Sometimes when I see you down here, you always got the messages, whatever going. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't jealous. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, showing you the list of look, look how many people want to talk to me. You're like, oh my goodness, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can <laughs> have all that. It is a bit much. It is. It's it's different on my end, but your end, being the person who wants to receive from me, and all these other people are receiving from me. They're getting from me. I'm giving to them, mm-hmm. and I love it. And then I come home, and you want more from me, and I'm my cups run dry. Uh-huh. What's that? That's that's hard too. Uh-huh. I'd imagine. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And that makes you grumpy, and that can start. A little bit of conflict, whereas we never had anything like that before. Mm, right. Um, yeah, that doesn't bug me as much as other things, but yeah, conflict comes from elsewhere with me. So I'll, I'll agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's our next question here? Here we go. If you could suggest anything for a partner of a birth worker, so somebody like you, whose partner's going to be gone all the time, what would it be like for them to have any kind of understanding or how they can better process or better support her in what she's doing? What would you suggest? First off, birth workers aren't going all the time. Right. And I guess it would depend on how many births you would have a month or a week or whatever, but um. Being on call is hard. It's just like any other job that's on on call, you know. Never know when. Um, yeah, you got you got to always be on your tippy toes. I would imagine it's harder for you than me because I'm not going anywhere. I'm here, you know. I'm I'm here. So, um, but if I had one thing, I would say is I. It's not over when the birth's over. Like a lot of times after birth, you need time to process all that you know and just get back to you so um especially the hard ones space is the number one thing just freaking hard when you're already gone but (laughs) yeah give give them space if they want space yeah especially those hard ones where i saw some rough stuff a lot of space or them couple back-to-back ones it was yeah, those yeah, those months were really hard. They were hard for you, and they were probably hard for you and the kids. Um, it's they, a domino. They were hard for everyone. Yeah, yeah. People don't see that that it's not just oh the birth worker had a hard time. Well, guess what? It impacts also my family and my kids and my husband and all of that stuff because and, yeah. I'm not myself. I'm crying every twenty minutes or having a hard time focusing or mm-hmm. my energy's off or I need to sleep cried in the shower or whatever your heart's (laughs) in what you do so yeah it's different yeah so yeah giving them space whenever they see that it's needed like that doesn't happen all the time I do have like a solid three months of what's what's going on but outside of that it's it's usually not like that where I just come home and I'll sleep like last night came home slept we're cool we had a good day today you know but space is important anything else anything else you'd suggest for them to be understanding maybe or i don't know yeah i mean what else what else Um, i'm trying to remember how i felt when you first started doing this because i've gotten used to it you know you used to be afraid it's so normal do you remember that afraid of what you were afraid of the legalities oh yes you want to talk about that yeah how you felt because um i was ignorant (laughs) okay um 
You're afraid I go to prison. And, and you're smart with the way you word things. So yeah. There's um there's ways to get around laws. Right. Absolutely. You just you just gotta be wise. We're also in a, a very legal state for me to do what I do. So yeah, we're blessed <laughs> to be here. We're where we're supposed to be. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Mm, anything right. anything else you want to suggest for the partner of a birth worker? Um, just have an open mind, man, and just be patient and you know, if if I don't know, if if I wanted to do something, I would hope that you would want want to support that. So I, I don't it can be hard. Yeah. No matter what it is, even if it's not birth work, it can be challenging, but I think it's rewarding you go through it all the time and energy you've put into to what you do it's paid off yeah and i appreciate you way more for it and it's inspiring to not just me but a lot a lot of people you're right so <laughs> there are a lot of people that say that yeah i don't, I don't regret any of it but yes it's been hard <laughs> yes yeah and it doesn't it's not just hard for me like people see online the stuff that i share like oh it's hard for her but you don't really do facebook you're like f that you're not real big on that you'll do stuff sometimes but people don't know the struggle that the domino effect impacts like how does that impact you but also how does that impact our kids like if we went ahead and asked them how do they feel about mommy going to birth yeah. i know our oldest would be like nah yeah they, i hate it I they don't fully it. understand and i try to explain it to them um but i think when they get older they're gonna they're really gonna they're gonna look up to you that's, our, that's the hope yeah yeah, that's the hope. Good influences. Right now, they resent know. it. It's what you put out. You put out good, you get good. That's the hope. Always yeah. with good intentions. I know of other, um, some of my students even, their mothers were midwives that attend in the same capacity I do. And they resent their moms for not being as present or for them having to be the sure. older sibling and taking care of the others and doing those things. And I remember one of them had shared that at one of the trainings, and it's so that just like sat with me watching her. Like I've, I've known this girl for a bit. I've seen her before and she shared this with me. I know her mom, we're connected and I've heard many great stories of her. And to hear that she felt that way about it, that she kind of disliked that she was put in this position. Her mom was gone. She had to do the, the big girl stuff. And sure. I was like, wow, something I didn't, I didn't see until somebody else said it. Well, who else was with her? Because I'm with the kids. Right. And I try and uh, alleviate that as much as possible. Yeah, I'm you know, not like sure on that part, but our relationship. I'm sure she had a great either father or whatever. Yeah. There with her. Um, I, Bray, Bray does resent it. I, I, will I know say she that. does. And yeah. I, I try, I try my best to explain it to her, but she is too young to understand. Yeah. Um, but I, I do feel one day she will. Um. That's the hope. I know that a lot of times before I go, she'll say, you don't have to go, mom. You, they can just have their baby by themselves like you do. And I'm like, yeah, girl, that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they can't, but they, there's autonomy and they hired me. Right. And, and she doesn't understand that. Part. Yes. Because she's like, my mom births her babies alone. So everybody else can. Right. And I want her to keep that. Yes. For herself. But also understand that. I'm wondering how you're going to feel about it one day. About missing all that time with the kids. Yeah. That's something I stick with. Yeah. Yeah. Know. You know, and because right now you're feeling pretty good, but you know, 15, 20 years. I talk to older I, I like talking to older people and they always say, I wish I had more time with my kids. 
you know, and I am so freaking blessed. I am so glad I recognize that. I mean, it's, it's, it, it was hard. It's hard because I want to financially provide for our family. So it's been hard to kind of just sit here and just completely support you, but it's paid off. I'm, and I'm glad I, I did it. That's what my heart told me to do. And this is what your heart tells you to do. I'm yeah. Glad we're following our hearts over here. Cause I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I don't have a choice. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I have to be here. I have to. If not, they're going to happen at Walmart. I'm telling you. I'm going to be walking into births at Walmart. I have no stats on their records. I'm, I don't know anything about it. But here I am at this birth. And if I'm just taking clients, it would be more smooth. So yeah, those are my thoughts. I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to be at births. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to feel like there's no choice. There's always a choice. There is. There is ultimately. But I also love it. So <laughs> I know you do. I see you, girl. So what would your suggestion be for the birth workers to help honor their partners and still meet their needs? Hmm. Like for your needs to be met, for the man's or the partner's need um, to be met? Well, I think recognize the fact that you are sacrificing a lot of your time and energy towards um, your career. That goes for, I'm sure that goes for a lot of careers, you know? Yeah. So like, what could, what could I do, do. to better, I don't know, to better meet your needs or for another Recognize that spot? you are sacrificing a lot of time and, and, and try and, I don't know. Compensate. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you want to be with someone, you, you, you should, you always have to put into a relationship. You can't just leave it idle. And I'm guilty of that. When I had a full-time job and I was working 50, 60 hours a week, you were on the back burner because I was so focused on, you know, the next, the next, the next, the next yeah. day, the next day, this, that. So. Like scheduling time off? Yeah. Taking a month off, six weeks off to be able scheduling to. Scheduling time off. You funny. <laughs> I struggle with it, but like, that would be a good <laughs> suggestion, right? Like. I don't know. I don't think you got to schedule time off um, to have to be off call for a little bit to be able to go on a date solid yeah you should I and not get called we don't even do that but I think that's something <laughs> we should be doing scheduling time together yeah. making each other a priority you know because what you do is a priority to you yeah you know but we have five kids you know, and nobody wants to watch five kids <laughs> yeah so, so there's that um and I I think when you're comfortable with each other it's a you know, it's okay to let each other go a little bit. I think we've done that. Yeah. But there, there does come time where you gotta, you know, kind of bring it back a little bit. Right. And here, <laughs> we're walking into the slower season right now for myself. A little bit. This month was supposed to be very slow and it's not, but we're walking into the slower season and I feel like I'm able to give more time and more um, things like that. So I feel like that's important too. So like, if you do have time, that you're not as much on call, like take that advantage to schedule a date, find somebody to watch them and go on a trip or just a dinner yeah. or on your porch. Like someone to sit with your kids inside and just go be alone. Like whatever. Or with, Any, the, or with the kids. Or with, or with the kids, the kids. We, yes. We, we, a vacation. We, yeah, we do a lot we of- We plan that, yeah. Yeah, we're blessed. We get to do stuff that not a lot of people get to do. Like when I was working a job every day, you know, we couldn't go to the lake on Tuesday or where we go today. 
when we got them pictures done. Yeah. You know, like we couldn't do that stuff if I had a job, I'd be at work. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the freedom to, and we do, we do take advantage of that. We go a lot of places with the kids and yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. Cool. Anything else you want to add for like suggestions for the birth worker and how they can best be of support for their partner when they're not at a birth or not at a prenatal or, you know, Nope. No. Cool. All right. So what would you suggest for a significant other whose partner desires a home birth? So this is real common. We have it all the time where a woman wants the home birth. Her partner's like, nah, you're birthing in the hospital. I'm scared because he has his own fears, his own Mm. uh, lack of understanding. I know you didn't have that, but imagine a man has that or a partner has that. I do see that. I I would see that would be maybe a a more common thing than not. It's very common. So what would you suggest um, to them that just to, oh. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds really complicated to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, realize that the birth is, it's about her. I mean, it's, it's about the couple, but it's about her, man. She's, she's the one in that process. Yeah. He's not birthing the baby. Right. He's support. Right. Yeah. So you should support. And I guess to take a step back and maybe realize that, that you're the support person and not the person going through. I mean, I guess if he's worried about something happening to the kid, um, research. Yes. That's my big thing. You know? Yeah. Like learn. Yeah. Be ignorant. And because it is rewarding, you know, and I feel like at first, our first couple, we were pretty ignorant me more so than you but we've learned we've learned a lot through all this and yep ignorance is the primary cause of fear that is one if if you don't feel comfortable going to the hospital and you want something different and this is an option wouldn't you want to look into that you know right if she doesn't feel comfortable maybe he feels comfortable in the in the hospital or the partner feels comfortable in the hospital but the other doesn't she's like no i want to birth at home like, yeah, it's fear. It's usually a fear thing. And that's one of my biggest quotes, something I've been sharing for years, is that the um, ignorance is the primary cause of fear. So whatever mm-hmm. you're afraid of, we can learn more about and get rid of that fear. Then you're confident. Oh, okay, you're afraid of hemorrhage. Okay, cool. If she hemorrhages, what are we going to do? This is what we're going to do. We're going to do this, 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 or this. And then they're like, okay, well, we have the tools. We're cool. We're set. And then that fear is gone. You're afraid of dystocia, maybe getting stuck. What are the things that we can do in that regard? They're like, okay, cool. Put that aside. That's not a fear anymore. So we can get rid of those fears. So instead of shutting down and being like, nah, we're going to the hospital, no matter what, I'm not cool with home birth. Hmm. Like get rid of your fear, put your pride down and decide to work together and learn like you were, you were, you've always been that way. And I know that's not I'm, common. I'm pretty open-minded about yeah. a lot of things. I'm- yeah, but I could see why some people would be afraid yeah. of their partner giving birth. At Absolutely, home. me too. I was a little nervous at first. Hire, hire a doula. Hire, hire a midwife. Hire someone. Yeah, you know, to be there. There, someone, there's a suggestion. Someone you trust. Um, you know, but you're right. Ignorance is, is the primary cause of fear. Yeah. So Absolutely. just learn. I mean, if you want something different, then you gotta get it. And to respect the, your partner, like if, if she doesn't feel safe in the facility or in a birth center or, or with somebody else, hear her out. Like, don't just be like, I'm the alpha, but 
and I felt like that's common not with you it's not with you but with a lot of others and it's I've had my own issues and I've worked through a lot of my you know character defects before all this so yeah pride's an issue it was an issue with me but no not with those things yeah no not with those (laughs) things and I know you're gonna do do what you want anyway so what's what's the point of arguing (laughs) you know that is so what you're just gonna bump heads all the time no (laughs) no we're gonna do this one way or another and I think if if the person giving birth really wants it and they really want to do it they should do it you know yeah 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 and and if the man man catch on he'll catch on okay she really wants this and you don't give up cool is there that's that's my last question is there anything else that you want to add to the podcast pertain to any of it our birth experiences uh advice for anybody Mm. or just any words any words you have any words I, Any feel other like, words? I feel like I've talked so much already. I don't usually talk this much. It's not normal. So, um, but no, I mean, if this is, if this, if, if you don't like the hospital, I mean, with COVID and everything, I don't know. I haven't been to a hospital in a while, so I don't know how they are, but if you want something different, if you want a more intimate experience, um, have a home birth, you know? If you're, if you're nervous about it, you can always hire someone to be there. I mean, there's options out there nowadays. Yeah. You know, back when I was born, people didn't think there was many options. Yeah. There are, and there, we have the resources to learn about those options. Yeah. So that's what I, I, that's all I would say, you know, is, is reach out and get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel called to something, get it. Mm-hmm. If your partner is wanting something, listen to them, hear them, and mm-hmm. value them as much as you know you would yourself and your desire. Really, yeah. I was, I was it. never about to tell you where you, like, where you were going to give birth. Uh-uh. Uh. No, I know better, and <laughs> I'm not pushing the baby out. Like, yeah. I ain't doing that. Like, I've, I, I don't see how, how you can't recognize that. I, I don't know. That's weird. That is weird to me. It is actually, weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> to me too well, yeah. I, I would be like what you, yeah. you have a say no you don't go sit down like, uh, uh, no. I mean, uh, we like to feel just make him feel like he has or who the partner make them feel like they have some kind of say yeah you know uh, respect each other's points of view mm. offer knowledge if they are scared of stuff there or, you go yeah that's a good one well cool i guess that would wrap up this podcast i think it was awesome to really- <laughs> be able to have you here for this and for you yeah. to share all this thank you for sharing all that you're welcome and thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Birthkeeper banter thanks for tuning in to this awesome episode of Birthkeeper banter make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications for future episodes again for classes and more information go to herbal.teachable.com Brought to you by Herbal Training.